Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No, We are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> this is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Monday, Canada. And Canadian sports fans around the world, it's the RP Show coming at you from the bunker out here in Western Canada. We're dressed warmly here. You see that I've got my Jets bunny hug on and Moose, you got your, uh, looks like you're going rafting later today. There you go. Sure. How you doing? (laughs) I'm good. I can't wait for Halloween. Now that I think about it, now that I know what your outfit's going to be, I can't wait. When are we doing this? Friday? Friday. All right. So I have five days to plan my outfit for You've that. You've got some time. For the special Halloween show. you got some time. Um, you know, it's another day where I lay my head down on the pillow and think, what are we going to talk about tomorrow on the old RP show? And then, and then I realize it's a waste of time to think about it the night before because stuff happens. And there's breaking news today. We'll be opening up with the Canadian Football League talk. What the hell? We're Canada's daytime sports talk show. Why wouldn't we talk about the Canadian Football League? The breaking news today is the Ottawa Red Blacks announced they have fired general manager Marcel Desjardins, or as their news release says, relieved him of his duties. Desjardins, the first and only GM in Red Blacks history, was the architect behind three Grey Cup appearances, including a championship victory in 2016, the first for the Red Blacks since the club entered the league in the 2014 season. Assistant general manager Jeremy Snyder will take over on an interim basis for the rest of the year. So I know I'm jumping right into the pool, but, but why not? <clears throat> Don't have a lot of time here in the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. So just to give you a little idea how my world works, Moose is on the other side of that wall. You're in your office doing business and counting yeah. money and doing the things that you do. I'm out here on the phone, and a football guy <laughs> from the States called me. He had started calling me at 6.30 this morning, and I, was, I couldn't answer his call. Finally, I'm like, yeah, what? He's like, well, these are the names. These are the names being bantied around. And I'm like, that didn't take long. Yeah. And he goes, well, the one name is, is Hillman. There's, you know, Hillman could be there, but he might not be. I'm like, who's Hillman? And he goes, not Hillman, Tillman, Pat Tillman. And I'm like, Pat Tillman, he's the Arizona Cardinal that quit the Cardinals that joined the Army and went to Afghanistan and lost his, not Pat, it's Eric Tillman. He's like, oh, whatever. His name's coming up. And so... <laughs> It led to the poll question here today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. We're right out of the gate. We're jumping into this. Who should be the next general manager of the Ottawa Red Blacks? And the options that we came up with are Chris Jones, who's always coming up in every poll, right? I love it. Paul Lapolice, who is the current head coach of the Ottawa football team. And we think that he could uh, be moved into a dual role. 
Our good man, Jim Pop, I believe the greatest general manager in the history of the CFL, six great cups under his credit, will prove me right. And then Brendan Tammon, and I just happened to talk to Brendan Tammon's agent when I was in Miami a couple weeks ago. You know who he is. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think if I'm Ottawa, I'm giving uh, Paul LaPolice the GM title. The thing was, I'd been hearing for weeks that they were going to fire Marcel Desjardins, and then it wasn't happening, and I was starting to feel like a fool. So I'm like, I'm out on this. And some insiders had told me that I was barking up the wrong tree. And I'm like, they're the worst team in the league by a mile. Come on. And now they're 2-9. and nine. They got killed on Saturday. What was it? 32-3. to three. They had no choice but to fire Marcel Desjardins. He did a great job, but all good things come to an end. Believe me, all good things come to an end. Show me an example where it hasn't. He's done a great job, but they're the worst team in the league. A change had to be made, and here we are. Like I'm saying, I didn't even say fire the show horn. Can you fire the quick six show topics because we're into number one deep already on this Monday. Over to you, Moose Knuckle. You say all good things uh, come to an end. Yeah. And if you want the example, you just have to say all good things uh, come to an end. They haven't come to an end yet, right? right? Because they all do eventually. Marcel Desjardins did a really great job with this Ottawa Football Club. I mean, won them a Grey Cup, had them in the Grey Cup, tons of success out of the gate. But then, you know, just before the pandemic, in that season before the offseason, he went all in on this strategy to not pay and to, you know, spend the money a certain way, and it didn't work out. And sometimes you've got a path in the road to take, and sometimes you take the path that's a dead end. Right? He made a choice. It didn't work out. Now he's got to find another job. That happens in sports. You yeah. know, you draft the wrong guy. Right? You draft Ryan Leaf instead of Peyton Manning. You, there's all kinds of situations. So, you know what? He's going to find another job. He's going to have success somewhere else. But now it's who's going to come in and clean up the pieces. And, you know, you have to have a vision. You have to be able to relate to the leaders of this organization, but also with the head coach. It makes sense, Paul Apolis, to, to take on a dual role if he wants to and if he has that skill set in recruiting and signing players and managing salary caps and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, we got four good names on the board, I think. And, and there's others. I mentioned Ed Hervey, other general managers who have been around. I don't know who wants it. We'll see. Settle in. Get comfortable. We've got a lot to cover here this morning uh, in the warm-up for Ecole Electric. Because I see, you know, the American hockey fans are watching and they're wondering what the heck's going on. We'll get to you. Brian Dodge, the mayor of Dodge City, is watching down there in the Everglades. And he wants to know what a bunny hug is. It's a Saskatchewan term for a hoodie. Everywhere else in the world, they call it a hoodie. We call it a bunny hug. Don't ask me why. But I was raised with it. I can't, I can't go away from it. Why would I go away from it? I don't yeah. need to go away from it. No. So it's a bunny hug. And I think that. Everybody should get on board with that. Um, point two, CFL Week 12 scores. The day I did watch, well, I didn't watch a lot of CFL football. We were busy on the road. But Friday night, Montreal won its fourth in a row, 37-16 over the Toronto Argonauts. It's a real arms race out there in the Eastern Division just for playoff jockeying. Montreal 37, Toronto 16. And then Saturday was, what they call it, Super Saturday in the CFL? Yeah. I still like football day in Canada, but nobody listens to me. It started with Hamilton destroying Ottawa 32-3 to at the Coffee Cup. Tim Horton's field was... Uh, it's like you can't go a day without Tim Hortons in your face in this country, right? <laughs> Which is fine. I poured it into my Bronco plumbing and heating mug here. 
So the Ticats got it rolling. They destroyed Ottawa. And then Winnipeg pulverized the BC Lions 45 to nothing. I put on Twitter, are Bomber fans ever going to get tired of the domination of their team? Because these games aren't even games. They're kicking the crap out of everybody. But I'll tell you a little story. I get it. We were flying home one time from a road trip. I think we were coming home from Hamilton in 2014. The game was the one in Guelph. And I believe we beat him like 37 to nothing or something. And I was flying beside Paul Waldo, three-time Grey Cup champion, who incidentally I wrapped knuckles with Saturday afternoon at Griffith Stadium. You saw it. Yeah. And I leaned over to Paul and I said, something what we're doing to everybody. This is with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And Waldo looked at me and he goes, we're kicking the crap out of everybody. You don't get tired of it. Right? It's how much can you beat people by? So they're not tired of it in Winnipeg. But they're saying with the BC Lions that they've hit rock bottom. It was terrible. And I'm like, you know what? It might not be that bad, BC. Winnipeg's doing that to everybody. You know what I mean? Don't yes. think just because they kicked your ass doesn't mean that you're the worst team in the league. Took the Riders a month to recover playing from Winnipeg, you know? So there's that. And then go to rodpeterson.com if you want a deep dive on what happened Saturday night at McMahon Stadium in Calgary. But the Saskatchewan Rough Riders beat the Calgary Stampeders 20 to 17. I got my bold Levi Mitchell jersey in here. I think I left it on your desk. Perfect. The signed jersey. We've got to find a place for it where we're going to put it up here in the bunker. The signed bold Levi Mitchell jersey. So you and I watched it at Shoeless Joe's in Saskatoon. It was a great game. And that's a wrap of week 12 in the CFL. Uh, they are full on into the stretch drive. There's three weeks to go. Uh, I'll get to your comments in a moment. Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in. I don't mind you putting this in all cap. Put up his comment, guys, if you don't mind. He writes in in all caps. He says, good morning, one and all. I'm using all caps, not as an expression of aggression, but rather to make my presence known. I've been accused several times of not showing up (laughs) after a Stamps loss. Here I am. How about kudos, kudos to you, sir. I respect that. I respect that. Again, I get like I get everybody's coming in with their comments. I gotta. You get called out. You can do one of two things: you can shrivel up and go in the corner and hide, or face it, or you can face the music. That's a watershed moment here on the show. I'm proud of you. To the National Hockey League. Sunday night, Brad Marchant scored 28 seconds into the game and added an assist as the Boston Bruins beat San Jose 4-3 Sunday, snapping the Sharks' season-opening four-game win streak. Roman Yossi had a four-point game. Connor Ingram won his first NHL start in Nashville, ended, ended Minnesota's season-opening win streak at four games with a 5-2 win in many. Connor Ingram, friend of the program, pride of Imperial Sask. I'm wondering when does he get mentioned in the conversation of Canadian goalies for the Olympics? He's undefeated in his NHL career. <laughs> Lucas Spicy. Raymond. Lucas Raymond had three goals and an assist, and Detroit beat winless Chicago 6-3. Tyler Bertuzzi added a goal and two assists. Carter Roney and Vladislav Nemesnikov also scored. And in goal for Detroit, Alex Nedeljevic. Did I say that right? Yeah. Sounds like a tennis player. It does. Made 32 saves. Nedeljkovic. Nedeljkovic. The goalie for Detroit. And then in Vegas, <clears throat> Ilya Sorokin made 42 saves. Josh Bailey and Matthew. Belly up to the bars all. That's Chris good. Berman's calling him that. Though that's Berman. That's I another thought you one. came up with that one. No. That's good. That's another new Chris Berman. He's on his thing with the NHL players belly now. Chris. Matthew, belly up to the bar. Zal <laughs> scored. 
and New York blanked Vegas 2-0. You all are wondering what's wrong with Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. I'll say it again. They're missing their top two players, Mark Stone and Max Pumpkin Patch already. I won't be concerned until U.S. Thanksgiving, okay? If they're floundering around at that time, get back to me then. Yes. But Vegas will figure it out. They're too good. They're too good. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it's, it's early. It's really, really early. But at some point, Chicago needs to get a win, and Vegas needs to start flexing their muscles a little bit. I don't mind spending a little time here on the National Hockey League. I, Florida Panthers, by the way, are off to their best start in franchise history at 5-0. and And I mentioned Vegas. The Oilers are 5-0. and Everybody wants to talk about that around here, out oh, here yeah. in the Bermuda Triangle. The Winnipeg, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. The um, Jets are on a winning streak. They don't play tonight. But your Leafs, you saw the fans are throwing... <laughs> Throwing their jerseys on the ice in Toronto. That was before they lost 7-1 to Pittsburgh. To Pittsburgh. With O'Crosby, Malkin, Latang, right? Can we all take a minute and worship at the church of Moose DuPont? Get the sermon on the Leafs. Clark, I, I talked to Clark about this a, a while ago um, because I finally settled down and watched the documentary on, on Amazon Prime on the Leafs mm-hmm. last year. Sheldon Keefe, I think, is the problem. Come on. They just signed him into an extension. Spicy. Yeah, but that was... It, I saw this on social media that Dubas was just giving him a lifeline. So when he leaves, he's got two years of severance, basically. Oh, that, I've seen that right? happen before. We've seen that. Taking care of your guy. They've been together a long time. But when I watched that documentary, it made me really like Kyle Dubas and really not like Sheldon Keefe. It, I'm sure... Kyle Dubas is a nice guy. I don't doubt that for a it second. Maybe think that like he knows what he's doing. Shanahan, they're fine, but Keith, I don't think is the right guy. I don't think he relates to the players very well. I think he's got a little bit of uh, the I don't know the mindset, and we'll see where it goes. I, I would now put him on the hot seat. Who hired him? His buddy, Kyle. Right. right? Who gave him the extension? Yeah, right. So, so I don't care how good a guy Kyle Dubas is. Uh, maybe Kyle Dubas is a lot of fun at parties. <laughs> Uh, maybe he should go run the Kinsman Club. Sometimes you need a jerk in there. Sorry. Well, and there's just, there's, there's a problem. I think there's a disconnect right now between the coaching staff and the team. Yeah, that's never good. I didn't mention who's coming up on the program today, by the way. Uh, Broadway Bernie Nichols, New York Rangers and Los Angeles Kings star. Broadway Bernie Nichols. And from NHL.com, Minnesota, Jesse Pierce, she covers the wild. The warm-up, by the way, is brought to you by E-Cold Electric, our annual fall promotion. Sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E-Cold Electric, let's get to work. It's Steve at E-Cold Electric, right? I feel terrible. We've had to move this all around. He was going to come into the studio, and then we've had the last-minute trip to Edmonton, last-minute trip to Calgary, last-minute trip to Saskatoon. We're here all week! Right? Try the veal. Uh, So if he wants to come in this week, we can we're not through all the points yet. We haven't got to our weekend photo album. One point that I have here. You can text us on this, the 306-840-8777 text line for Prairie Mobile. God's team, the Regina Pats, have lost seven in a row, including a 4-1 loss at the Saskatoon Blades on Sunday. And people were filling up my 
inbox my notifications on Sunday saying, oh, you didn't look that great. He looks average to me. Pats are bad. Blades look great. Connor Bedard, the next Connor McDavid, is struggling a little bit, and people are saying, what's with all the hype? He's secretariat playing with a bunch of Clydesdales. It pains me to say it. Um, it's not that he, I don't believe that he's unhappy. I just interviewed him Friday night. You uh, have a photo of it. He was smiling. He scored on the breakaway. He looked fine, but he can't do it all. He doesn't have Leon Dreisaitl with him. He doesn't have Jenny Malkin with him. And you would have hoped the Pats would have got a little better in the Connor Bedard years, and instead they've gotten worse. And they've got Swift Current this weekend, which is a home-and-home. We'll be broadcasting the home game Saturday night. But again, the guy's selling tickets on the road. People are going to see him. And they're going, What's, where's the hype? He can't do it alone. Connor McDavid isn't doing it alone. This kid's being forced, I'm sorry to say, I'm saying it the way it is right now, to do it alone. So there's buzz of a blockbuster trade coming for the Pats to fortify their lineup to give Connor Bedard somebody to play with. But I don't know whether that's true or not. Again, my phone, you were with me all weekend. I'm, all these rumors and buzz and stuff. I'm like, I don't. I don't care anymore. I have a chance at the fresh start of a life here. I'm not getting into that. I show up at the games, call the games, and I go home. I'm not getting into the rest of what he's thinking and what they're thinking. But I know what I see. And the kid can't do it by himself. And so far, he's had to do it by himself. Still think he's the next Marcel Dion, which incidentally, there's nothing wrong with that either. He's in the 500 goal club. Oh, yeah. Hall of Fame, distinguished career. The greatest player to never win a Stanley Cup is Marcel Dion. And that's probably what the next Connor Bedard is. And by the way, we were with hockey people on the weekend. Was it Babcock? Somebody. Maybe with scouts, and they were like, Bedard shot. <sighs> They're comparing it to Austin Matthews. At 16, he's that good, but he can't do it alone. We haven't got to NFL yet. We haven't got to World Series yet. So we'll do that next. It's a Monday here on the RP Show. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network. Live streaming on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back. It is episode number 598 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. We're pleased to be uh, live on Game Plus Television today across all 10 provinces and 31 states plus youtube and facebook and a big howdy to our online listen live listeners audio only at rodpeterson.com slash listen live don't text us not right now the text line i believe is in our vehicle from capital auto mall put an apb out on the text line yeah couldn't find it here we uh it was a bit of a blur on the weekend. We were up at the University of Saskatchewan. We were at the football stadium. We were at the hockey rink. We had a tour of the whole place, all of the facilities. And then I got a text message from Mike Jenkins, their longtime marketing guy. Hey, did you uh, 
No, it was from Shannon, actually, the athletics director, the chief athletics officer. Did you leave a phone up here? Don't! She texted me, too, right? Did somebody on your team leave a phone here? I'm like, I don't know. I got mine. I text my team, but if they're missing the phone, they're not going to get the text. She didn't tell me that the phone had a giant Rod Peterson face on the back of it. Right. I would have said, oh, that's the text line. Hence, uh, so they knew that it was ours. So anyways, it's been misplaced momentarily. So don't text us. You can write us, though, on Facebook and Twitter. Or you can email us, too. Um, but we won't get that for like a day. Like Friday night, there was one of our viewers in London, Ontario. Can't even remember his name. I think I deleted it now. But he goes, I watch every day on Rogers Cable, Game Plus TV. Here's an idea for a poll question. And it had to do with the National Football League, which I'm getting to here in a moment. His, his idea of a question was, which streak lasts longer? The Detroit Lions losing streak or the Arizona Cardinals winning streak? And coming out of week seven, both streaks were extended. Detroit lost again, even though they had a lead in the third quarter on the Rams. They are getting better. Yeah. And the Cardinals won again, but they were playing Houston, and everybody beats Houston. But anyways, if you email us, we won't get it until later in the day. Do we have the photos ready, Clark, by the way? Right now, as we open up the second segment of this program, we say share with us your weekend photos and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show by using the hashtag RP Show. It's brought to you by uh, Great Western Lager. And here are some of our photos. I don't know if these other guys put their photos in, but I did. This is from the Wheat Bowl on Saturday that Darren and I were at. I don't know the weather conditions because my hands were too frozen to open my phone. Other than maybe take a photo, I guess. <laughs> but that's the, the green guys nearest you is the University of Saskatchewan Huskies. The far side is the University of Regina Rams. They were in all white, and it was a great game. And the Huskies won 28-17. This was a tour of the University of Saskatchewan women's hockey team. And Dave watches every day. Dave Westbury... He showed us he's got the TV on right by his skate sharpener watching every day on Game Plus television. Yeah. How about that? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's on right now. So that's the women's locker room. Yeah. Um, what a beautiful facility. They've done a great amount of Jaw work. Jaw dropping. It's unbelievable. Uh, what else do we have? That's the Moose and I. We dangled back into the sweatpants capital to call a hockey game Friday night, the Regina Pats and the Saskatoon Blades. And that was prior to the game. And our uh, intern, Olivia, took that photo. This was a pit stop along the way. Davidson, Saskatchewan, the home of Vegas Golden Knights defensive uh, defenseman, Braden McNabb. Yeah. Anybody else put in photos? I'm with, oh, that's it. I'm with you all weekend. So I knew our photos. Would Fair be, enough. They'd be the same. Um, but you did tweet it. And we got some viewer photos in there. We just didn't get them on the screen. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Viewers have sent in their photos. I ask awesome. you to do, go to my Twitter feed, at Rod Peterson. Put in your weekend photos. Yeah. Uh, an original 16 to fit your active lifestyle. A superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol. Taste without compromise. Purchase at, at a store near you today. Before we continue on the quick six show topics here, I'll just update the poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. The poll question today is... Who should be the next general manager of the Ottawa Red Blacks? Because they fired Marcel Desjardins today. And your options are Chris Jones, Paul Lapolice, Jim Pop, Brendan Tammon, or other. And who was it that said that G. Roy Simon should be on the? Chris Milo wrote in. Okay, Chris Milo, 
former Red Blacks kicker, former Rough Riders kicker, he's ki- he's kicked in <laughs> and said that Brendan uh, G. Roy Simon should be the next GM in Ottawa. So you got 24 hours to vote on that. And uh, I always do that. Wheaton Kia hat goes tumbling. To the NFL, week seven. We can't ignore that. The Dallas Cowboys did not play. America's team had a bye. I somewhat took my eye off the ball on Sunday because there was some travel for me. I was exhausted after being on the road since Tuesday. Yeah. So I watched bits and pieces of the game, but I spent more of my time this morning back in the gym on the treadie watching the highlights, and just seeing what went on. And the number one game that they highlighted on SportsCenter, by the way, was the Tennessee Titans home win. So I'll turn it over to you. That was a big one. It was a big one. It was, can I say an ass kicking? Because it was. Sure. You know, um, I don't often, but, the, but it was. I mean, three points for the Kansas City Chiefs. When we go into that game, we thought, okay, Tennessee's going to play well because Kansas City has a pretty poor defense. And they moved the ball almost at will. What was the big shock was that Tennessee's defense played that well against Kansas City. That was the biggest shock because, you know, Kansas City, their record isn't as good as it should be. They've struggled a little bit, but their offense has still been really good until this week. Derrick Henry was good again. Ryan Tannehill throwing the football. A.J. Brown's back. So the Titans, that was a statement win for them. And what was the biggest shock, you know, when they're talking about it this morning, this is a Titans team that lost to the New York Jets, by the way. They lost to the Jets. Now they were all banged up and and missing their top two weapons and all that kind of stuff. But um, they're a good football team. They really are. So that was the highlight of, uh, of week seven for sure. And there were some other shockers. Cincinnati beating Baltimore was another big one. And they really laid one on the Baltimore Ravens. But Cincinnati's a good football team. They're one of their losses, a really close loss against Green Bay. Their offense is really good. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are looking very, very good. I mean, another 200-yard game for Jamar Chase. Their defense is pretty good, stopping the run. So they're a, they, they made a statement win. Um, it was a pretty good week seven. I mean, Tom was Tom. Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. Those new Green Bay uniforms looked really good, really sharp. It was a good week seven. Uh, a lot of trick plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was good. But, uh, like, I, this wasn't a weekend that I was totally into the National Football League. I thought I would defer to you because uh, your Titans were playing. My team was not. Uh, we'll get to – we'll settle earlier into the viewer comments here today. A lot of them want to talk about the Canadian Football League because it's not every day that a general manager gets fired. And that happened today with Marcel Desjardins. As a matter of fact, word travels fast. Apparently, all the muckety-mucks, all the suits from OSEG, the Ottawa Sports and Entertainment Group, they were sitting in an office at TD Place Stadium when Marcel showed up for work this morning. That's... You haven't had one of those, have you? I have. <sighs> you know, I the... have. When you come to the outside <laughs> door and it's like, my key's not working. Did it touch my phone and deactivate the key? You know, the key fob? It's not working. It's not letting me in. The key card. That's a tough day. Apparently, that's what happened with Marcel Desjardins today. And I will say, I like him a lot. I've been to several league meetings with him. We always had visits. He was always very, I thought, up front and forthright. But, and while he's done a tremendous job in Ottawa, he had to go. Jeff Kabilis is watching in Winnipeg. He says, oh, I didn't see that firing coming. They're 2-9. and nine. 
They're two and nine. What did you see coming? And somebody wrote in here and said, is Paul LaPolice head coaching material, their head coach? Sometimes dig a little deeper. And I understand where you're coming from because I used to be like that. Like, for instance, my good friend Lauren Mulliken, when he was the head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks, they weren't very good when Lauren was there. And he'd been an assistant in Pittsburgh and San Jose. But in Chicago, he didn't do very well. Hmm, must be not a good coach. History will show you the Blackhawks were terrible for the entire 90s and into the early part of the 2000s. They didn't have any good players. I was looking at it like you're looking at it. Paul LaPolice has been the head coach of terrible teams. It's not on him. And this falls, I'm sorry, on Marcel Desjardins. I think he's made some questionable moves on a variety of fronts. I think allowing Trevor Harris to walk was a bad decision. History may show that it was the right decision. Who knows? He didn't light the world on fire, I guess. In Edmonton, he had some top players retire here during COVID and going into the season. Brad Sinopoli comes to mind. The star yeah. center, Alex Mateus, a former number one overall pick. But every team had surprise retirements. Ask the Rough Riders and Brennan Labatt. So, yeah, that was an even play. COVID was an even playing field for everybody. And Ottawa was 3-15 and 15 before COVID the last year that they played. So, no, I don't, anybody that's surprised by this move this morning just hasn't really been paying attention to what's going on. And when I put Paul LaPolice in the poll as the potential next general manager, it's because there is a movement, from what I understand, to give him both titles, GM and head coach. But you see what I'm saying, that great players make great coaches. Crappy players make crappy coaches. That didn't just dawn on me, but you might want to file that. Yeah, and, you know, the question comes in, you know, why not? Why do it now and not wait till the end of the season? Well, again, it, it becomes a saying of hire slow and fire fast. As soon as you know, you know. Why keep somebody in a job when you know they're not the future? And if it's, if it's Lapo or if it's somebody else coming in to take that position or if the assistant GM is going to do it for the rest of the year, you can start using this time to evaluate your team, set up culture the right way, do things properly and get a jump start on next season, yeah. right? What you do day in and day out today will help determine what you're going to look like on day one tomorrow. So this is an opportunity for them to get a jump start on next season um, by making this move now. Doing the back and forth here with our viewers, Chris Bird in King City, Ontario says, why wait? The Red Blacks are so done. May as well fold their hand and work on the dealer for a better hand, which is what you're saying. Yeah. And that was why it was a month ago that I was reporting that Desjardins was going to get fired. And, you know, I, I think you were privy to the conversation. One of these CFL insiders said to me, no, 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 Rod, he's super tight with the chairman there. And I don't think he's going to get fired. And I'm like, what are they waiting to get better? Because they're not. They're by far the worst team in the CFL by far. So, here we are. One more from Drew Koser. The Brent Sutter of the Prairie Junior Hockey League writes in and says, uh, Rod Dupes, the Pot of Butte Storm, top of the league at 7-1-1. One, and one. How about so we're pointing that? that, pointing that out. 
for the Brent Sutter of the Prairie Junior Hockey League, Drew Koser, also host of the Off the Hosel podcast. Do we have Broadway in? Awesome. Moose, we'll see you back here in a while. Sounds good. Bernie Nichols joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Canada's daytime sports talk show continues. Very excited about this next chat. Broadway Bernie Nichols played 1,127 National Hockey League games with the LA Kings, New York Rangers, Edmonton Orders, New Jersey Devils, Chicago Blackhawks, and San Jose Sharks. I think of him as a king. That's where my favorite... Hockey cards of Bernie's were from. And I got a lot of great questions for him that don't entirely pertain to hockey. What are you doing? Okay, we got Broadway Bernie Nichols now, the pride of Halliburton, Ontario. How you doing, Bernie? I'm doing great, Rod. How you doing? Very well, thank you. I should mention that uh, you are the NHL ambassador for BetRegal.net. And before we go any further and get into the deep hockey talk, how did that association come about, Bernie? I had a friend of mine uh, here... Uh, mentioned it to me. Uh, I've always been into that sort of thing my whole life. And uh, it's a Canadian-based group. Uh, so it was easy for me to want want to get involved, you know? So uh, that was basically the way it happened. Well, I think when I saw your name on there, along with, of course, Damon Allen and Matt Dunnigan, I'm like, this is perfect. And for our younger viewers, Bernie was with the Kings 81 to 90. The Wayne years, you saw all the transformation, Bernie. And listen, here's, I, I just get, get off my chest now. What I heard was that you and John Candy had a very special relationship in those McNall years and Wayne years. Can you speak about that, the great John Candy, and how you guys got to be such close friends? Yeah, John was a huge hockey fan, uh, Canadian, which was awesome. Uh, I was fortunate to go on a couple trips with John. Uh, we actually went up one time to uh, Carmel and played Cypress Point, Pebble Beach up there uh, with John and Wayne, uh, Bruce, and uh, Craig Stadler. So I did some traveling with John, uh, played with him different times, but always seen him around the rank. And, you know, he buys the Argonauts with Bruce and Wayne. So uh, to know John, what, what a Superman. And it, it was a lot of fun to say you know him and to be his friend. So uh, you miss John, and but just a super guy. Yeah, it seemed like a very exciting time. And I, we can talk about some stories in a moment, but you had mentioned to producer Clark that you wanted to talk about the plight of the Leafs, sixth in the Atlantic <laughs> Division, two, three, and one, and getting spanked in their last two outings. What is going on with the Toronto Maple Leafs? Well, you know, I think... Uh, being a Canadian, growing up here, uh, <laughs> last year was so wrong, right? Like, I always tell people they played, there was uh, an international league is what it, they should have been in. Like, that league was so bad. And for the most part, other than Toronto, every team until maybe 
three quarters of the way through, then Ottawa started playing a little bit better, uh, Winnipeg, Vancouver, but they were just God awful. And Toronto just beat up on them. And, but it, like I said, it was a minor league division they were playing in. And I think everybody got their hopes up. And I feel bad for, and, and don't get me wrong with, with Matthews, uh, like Sittler and those guys, the records that, that he might have broke or the goalie records, they played against nobody. And, and I knew once they got in the playoffs, I, I thought they'd beat Montreal. But uh, first time they played a team out of their so-called division, they were going to get spanked because they just they hadn't played a good team all year. And, and this is no different this year. Uh, you know, they're just not as good as people think or maybe hope, I guess. So um, it, it's sad because I have a lot of friends <laughs> that love them and – I'm just a hockey fan, right? And it's tough sometimes when you see or hear people talk about how good they think they are, but they're not. And uh, and I think, you know, you've seen enough hockey and, and maybe can't kind of say exactly what I've said, but oh, there's not that good. I, no, 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 I can say whatever I want. But the thing is, Bernie, is you're not just a fan, so stop it. 1,127 games in all these other markets. I never thought I never thought you'd go back and settle in Ontario. Why did you, by the way? Other than it's home, I guess. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've said this different times, and and people always ask you, uh, "Where's your favorite place to play?" Right? And <laughs> uh, for me, it was L.A. Uh, loved Chicago. Loved everywhere I played. But as a Canadian boy, you have to play in Canada. And for me, I got to play in Edmonton. And but. You know, like I said, I lived in California for a long time, and California's beautiful, New York. But for some reason, home's here, and uh, I'm back home now for good. And I don't know, it's it, it's tough. A lot of people know up north where I, I come from, Halliburton. You know, wintertime may be a little uh, time to get out for a couple months, but the fall spectacular <laughs> summer is. There's just not a better place in the world than where I'm from. Right. Well, you could literally go wherever you want in the wintertime. But, you know, here's the thing about the Leafs. I, I did not know we would go down this road today, Bernie, and I'm more than happy that we are. But I was just with Mike Babcock on the weekend, and I just feel like Babs, I think it might have ruined his love for coaching being in Toronto. And now with the lopsided losses of the Leafs the last two games, I'm hearing people say, oh, it's so hard to be in Toronto. So how you can't get away from it. I don't know. I'm not from there, so maybe they're right. But... I think it would be a dream to play there. How could you use the media as an excuse for the team being crappy? Yeah, like, and I, I hear that different times. Hard to play in in Toronto, uh, play in New York. There's not a bigger media than New York. I loved coming home to play in Toronto. Uh, I don't know how you couldn't love to play where you're from or or in Toronto. Period. Yeah, there's more media and this and that, but you think there wasn't an Edmonton with Gretz or? When L.A., when Gretz came to L.A., New York, Chicago, all the original six teams. That, that's just a cop-out. That's an excuse for people. It's hard to play in New York why, or in, in Toronto. Why, why, there's pressure on you to play well? <laughs> you know, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play well. I don't think that's hard. Uh, so that's just a cop-out to me. I, I 100, Okay, thank you. We're on the same page there. Now, on that Scotia North division last year, which I never got tired of all Canadian matchups every night. I, I'm sorry. Maybe I don't have the trained eye to say that the hockey wasn't as good. Montreal did make it all the way to the Stanley Cup final. You know, they clearly were a good team. I don't know what's going on there this year yet, per se. They're a little banged up. But um, how would you explain that, that the Habs made it all the way through? 
No, uh, like I said, they played in a terrible division, <laughs> so they're getting in. Because if they played in the division they're in now or the year before, I'm not sure they, they would. Like You look at both Florida teams, uh, Carolina, Boston, they may not have got in, but they did. But the thing with Montreal is they're so built for the playoffs. They had the big D, maybe best goalie in the world. So to me, they were built for success, and, and they showed it. Uh, I didn't think they would have beat uh, Vegas, but but they did, and they did it because of good goaltending and, and uh, great D, and that's what wins in, in, in playoffs anyway. So they get in to me because they, they played uh, in a bad division. To get out of whatever division you want to call that, I call it the, you know, the East Coast division or West Coast whatever <laughs> uh, division, that's easy because there's no teams in it other than Toronto, but they're not built for the playoffs anyway. So I'm, I'm loving it. Well, there you go. We are out of time, but Bernie, I hope that we can bring you back to do it. And uh, Bet Regal is the official bidding partner of this show. You're the NHL ambassador for Bet Regal. Can we just, before we let you go, just talk a little bit more about uh, Bet Regal and what people should know about it? Well, it's, you know, I, I've always said this before with, you know, one good thing about Bet Regal is it's betregal.net. Uh, they have a platform there that teach people uh, you can play for free teach people how to gamble if you want to gamble. I think for, for years, you, uh, you know, it wasn't legal. You have people on the side, bookmakers, this and that. It's done right. It's legal. Um, it, it's fun. You know, you learn how to do it. You do it right. So I think uh, that's the best part about that is you, you can go. They got betregal.net. You go to their, that site. You learn what it's all about. To, you can play, have fun. And then if you feel like... Uh, you want to do it for real, then, you know, there's a possibility you can do it there too. Uh, I'm encouraging people to do the same thing. My family's texting me about your hat, Bernie. You know, season four of Yellowstone's coming out right away. Who is your favorite Dutton child? Best show ever. Who is your favorite Dutton well, child? Yeah, Rip is probably my favorite. Uh, they're all so good. Uh, what a great show. It's my favorite show. I can't wait. I, I've seen all three episodes probably five times. Uh, <laughs> and every time you watch it, it's amazing. So Kevin Cosner does such a great job. The scenery is spectacular. Um, it's just a great show. So it is amazing. As your family's telling you, it, it's on in like less than two weeks episode or season four, two hour special to start with. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, we should have a virtual party to watch it, I think. Bernie, thanks for this. Yeah. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, Rod. My pleasure. Broadway Bernie Nichols uh, joining us from Ontario to talk a little NHL at betregal.net. And, of course, Yellowstone. We'll be back with a sports update right after this. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it is... 
the final segment of hour one. We have found the text line. So if anybody needs to make a call, I have a phone. It was in the capital GMC RP show wagon. Uh, there's breaking news as we jump into the sports update. Breaking news from this Monday morning. The Ottawa Red Blacks announced they have relieved general manager Marcel Desjardins of his duties. Desjardins, the first and only GM in Red Blacks history, was the architect behind three Grey Cup appearances and one championship in 2016. The first for the Red Blacks since the club entered the league in 2014. Assistant GM Jeremy Snyder takes over on an interim basis. Uh, Elsewhere in sports, because of scheduling in COVID-19, the Astros and Braves haven't seen each other since 2017. They'll now meet for Game 1 of the World Series Tuesday night at Houston's Minute Maid Park. Framber Valdez gets the ball for the Astros, while former Houston ace Charlie Morton takes the mound for Atlanta. The Toronto Raptors are back at Scotiabank Arena tonight. They welcome the Chicago Bulls for the fourth game of the new NBA season. Toronto has a 1-2 and two record, while the Bulls lead the Eastern Conference at 3-0. and oh. Three Canadian teams are on the ice in the National Hockey League tonight. The Leafs look to bounce back from a 7-1 loss. When they take on the Carolina Hurricanes... The Flames are at Madison Square Garden facing the New York Rangers and the Ottawa Senators host Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals. And I always say those Washington-Ottawa games are special in a battle of capital cities. Monday night football, the New Orleans Saints return from their bye week to face the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle has dropped two straight and will again be without injured quarterback Russell Wilson. Geno Smith will take the snaps for the 2-4 and four Seahawks. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. Book your group or business Christmas party now for the Tap Brewhouse and drive Through Liquor Store, where you'll never need to ask to have the CFL games put on their televisions. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. How about that Bernie Nichols, by the way? I never in a million years thought he would appear on the show wearing a Yellowstone hat and we could have a Yellowstone discussion. How about that? You're right, guys. We'll talk about his thoughts on the Leafs. And um, I see the text lines full with Ontario Leaf fans with their thoughts on the play of the Buds. Exciting hour two coming up after this on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.